Hello and welcome to this ISIS Energy podcast. Today we're going to be talking about uh, conversion of high calorific gas to low calorific gas. Now, this has become an important issue in Northwest Europe recently with uh, declining production from one of the Netherlands' major gas fields. I'm here with Jake Horslin, who is our uh, expert on the Dutch gas market, and also Doug Grant, who covers Germany, where there's also been uh, quite a bit of an impact as well. Now, just going to start off with a bit of background. Um, Jake, can you tell us a little bit about the context and and what sort of led us up to the the, uh, point that we're in now, please? Yeah, so Groningen is the biggest EU gas field in the north of the Netherlands, and it produces what's called low-calorific natural gas. This is a high nitrogen content gas, which has a low-calorific value, so there is less energy uh, per volume in this type of gas. It was, the field uh, began supplying back in the, in, the, in the 60s, and because of that, many households in Belgium, the Netherlands, France and Germany are still dependent on this specific type of gas. Um, so more recently, we've had a big production cut at the Groningen field, and so that's had quite, a, quite an impact on a gas trading in Northwest Europe. And, and why has that cut come about? Well, the reason is there's been seismic activity in, that, in the Groningen region, uh, causing damages to households and things like that. So there's been a big kind of, uh, a lot of social un- unrest about the issue. Okay, I see. And uh, so so what does this mean? Obviously, um, uh, kind of less output from the largest Dutch field. Um, so what what does that mean in terms of the Netherlands and its sort of position as, uh, I suppose, a, an exporter and conduit for gas throughout Northwest Europe? Well, the Netherlands remains a key supplier of oil gas and oil gas demand is not going anywhere because, like I said, these households remain highly dependent on this specific type of gas. So there's a supply that has, there's a demand that has to be met there. So the way the Netherlands have been meeting this demand is by converting high calorific gas to low calorific gas through a process of nitrogen blending. And the result has been a huge increase in H gas imports into the Netherlands, resulting in them becoming for the first time a net importer of the H gas. Okay, I see. And so, um, in terms of trading at the uh, TTF, has this had much impact on uh, the wholesale market prices? Well, initially last year, back in February 2015, when this became a really big issue for the first time, there was big fluctuations in price spreads between the TTF and other hubs. Uh, TTF sort of briefly holding a a premium to uh, surrounding hubs. But now, year on, it's more or less back to normal with pretty big discount between the TTF and the PSV, TTF and the German hubs, uh, the VTP um, and the Czech market. One, one of the main differences is the price spread between the TTF and PEG Nord, which is much tighter than it was. And that's also due to this LNG terminal that's going to be coming into France soon. Okay, I see. Well, that's uh, interesting. So it sounds like um, a, a lot more conversion in the Netherlands. Now, Germany is obviously a, a key export market for uh, Dutch L-gas or, or converted H-gas. Um, but uh, there's quite a bit more of, of a challenge in terms of the infrastructure there, is, or so I understand it. Uh, Doug, do you want to uh, explain a little bit about uh, some of the issues that are arising in Germany? In Germany, um, in Western and Northwestern Germany, there's the same dependence on oil gas. Um, since groaning production started falling and German domestic production was dwindling uh, more quickly than expected, the demand for conversion services has soared in Germany. So that means converting from H gas to oil gas to supply appliances that can only take low calorific gas. And the two market area managers, NCG and Gaspol, who conduct these conversions, um, have been faced with with a problem both financially and in terms of conversion capacity that they can't 
meet the demand. Um, and so in January, they went to the federal regulator and said, the planned abolition of the conversion fee can't go through, A, because it's too expensive, and B, because it threatens security of supply. And it threatens security of supply because if shippers think they can start converting HGAS to gas free of charge, they'll stop striking long-term supply deals uh, for imports from the Netherlands, uh, and they'll just uh, start converting gas uh, as a much more economical way of doing it. Um, so this caused a lot of controversy and uncertainty in the German market. Um, L gas suppliers and consumers want the fee to go because it means that the prices will balance out and they won't be faced with the additional charge of converting gas or paying for more expensive L gas. Um, and so at the moment there's a lot of um, uncertainty about when this will be decided and what will happen. In the summer the regulators expect to decide on whether the fee can be extended beyond the 1st October deadline to April and the market area managers are also pushing for an indefinite extension to the fee. Um, so this could mean for several years into the future we could see a conversion fee being charged um, and so they're lobbying the regulator for this change, the L gas suppliers are lobbying the regulator for the uh, planned uh, abolition of the extension fee to go ahead. Okay, I see. So uh, those are the next stages in Germany. And, and just sort of briefly, um, obviously there's uh, been this kind of unexpected move around in terms of the uh, conversion fee in Germany. I mean, what, what does this mean for, for trading? Are we seeing sort of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, ship uh, traders rearranging their positions as a result of this uh, fee change or, or, or what's happening there? Yeah, I think when it, when it was assumed that the conversion fee wouldn't be there by uh, next, the next gas year, there wasn't much interest in buying um, gas on the curve simply because the shippers assumed they, they'd be able to, to simply convert HGAS to gas. Now there's a little bit more activity, um, people are looking at buying even contracts for delivery in 2018, which suggests, and that's at a premium of, of 20 or 30 cents, so that suggests there's um, a real uh, need to prepare for this eventuality. I see. Okay, brilliant. Well, thanks for that. Um, thank you uh, for listening, everyone. Um, please go to isis.com for all the latest uh, energy news. Uh, I'm Ben Samuel, Deputy Editor of the Gas Publication, and uh, I've been talking to Jake Horslin and Doug Grant. Thanks very much. Goodbye.